Mesechtes Ksubis da Pekas, 11 lines from the bottom of da Pezayin on the Beis, the Gemara quotes from the Mishnah, Eid Echon Eidash, Yipruah, Loiti Pura, El Bishvua. This is the second of the five different cases that were brought in the Mishnah on da Pezayin on the Alf, where an Eid Echon testified that Reuven paid the full amount of the Ksuba to Rachel, and even though one Eid isn't believed by Dina Mamnis, and Rachel has a Ksuba as well, even so, the Mishnah stated that Rachel has to swear, and some Rishonim hold that even if Reuven originally stated, as the Mishnah said on Pevav on the Beis, that Nedu Shvua, Enli Alayich, and even even though Reuven seemed to exempt her from any shvua, however, this type of a shvua, where there's an eight echad that actually says that she's lying and she already received her ksuba, on this type of shvua, her husband would not exempt her. And our Gemara begins in a similar fashion as we discussed in Egea Pegemis Ksubasa, that Savra Amin Rechamalamema Shvua Deraisa, the Rani Bachamah thought to say that this shvua, that the Mchaifer, is based on being a shvua Deraisa. And the reason why this is a shvua Deraisa, the Siv, as it says in the Pasuk, La Yakub Eid Echad Be'ish Lechal as we know, an Eid is not an to say a testimony about someone in order to make them some sort of an einish, some sort of a punishment. And we learn out, and an Eid testimony will not be Mikhail someone an einish, but it would be good enough to be Mikhail someone an We also learn, any time where if you had two Eidim, it would be Mikhail someone to pay money, then if you have one Eid, it would be Mikhail to make a Shvua. And Rabbi Bachamah thought that the Shvur in our Mishnah is also based on being an Eid Echad, and since the Eid Echad said that she already received the payment for her Ksuba, and she is Machish to Eid, she would actually have to swear in order to be able to collect her Shvur. And once again, the Gemara continues, and Ravu will ask the same questions that he has before. So Amr Ravu, Ravu says to Rayim Bachama, state Shuvah's Badava, I have two responses to your thought. The only Shvur that we find in the Torah is when someone makes a Shvur, and he won't have to pay. And in our Mishnah, when Rachel swears, she will be able to collect her ksuba, and this is not the standard of a shvua deraisa. But another question is, just like we have a din that the same klal extends to a case where there's a lien on kaka. So, of course, and as the Taisirid said, and since every ksuba has a lien against kaka, therefore it has a din of kaka and enish burn al kakois. So it can't be this shvua is a shvua deraisa. And the Ritvaz bothered that Lechera, how could it be that Rani Bachama had such a Havmina if before when he had such a Havmina but the Gei Apayi Gebnes Ksubasa Rav asked the same two questions and he proved that the Shvu over there was a Shvu de Rabbanon so the Ritva explains that in Echanami really Rani Bachama had this Svara by both at the same time and he said both of them at the same time and then Rav asked the same two questions at the same time but we split it up because the end result will be that it's a little bit different as far as the Svara of why it's a Shvu de Rabbanon and Lechera Lefidah Svara of the Ritva then it comes out very well why the Gemara before did not ask the third question as Taisis asked at the Tabata Amid Tame Lurashpa that Akata Ikashlishis that there really should have been a third question over there but the Terence is because that third question was only relevant to Pagemus Ksubasa and therefore Rabba only asked the two questions that were relevant to both of the Svaris of Rabbi Bachama number one Bidgeya Pagemus Ksubasa and number two Bidgeya Neid Echad Ayin Sham and the Gemara continues Elam Rabba therefore Rabba says yet again Midrabban really this Shvu is only Midrabban in order to calm down the husband because Lemaisa he knows that there's an Eid Echad that says that she was paid off and the Ksuba was completely paid and if the Rabbanu would not mechaiv her a shvur at all he will feel that Rabbanu didn't take into account the Eid Echad so therefore Rabbanu said we will require
require her to make a shvuah, and then if she makes a shvuah falsely, then of course the husband won't have a time anymore on Rabbanan, and he'll at least be calm that at least they did as much as they could do in order to avoid her being a thief. And the Gemara continues on that Pechesom Lauf, Om Rabbapa, Rabbapa says that now that Rabbah said that this shvuah is only a shvuah Rabbanan, if Reuben was a Bekech, I'll give you an Eitzah, how he could bring her to actually make a shvuah that would be a shvuah deraisa. Now Rashi points out, what is the chumrah of a shvuah deraisa? As number one, shehi b'shem oibekinui, and number two, va'ichis sefer biyadai, that the shvuah is made with the name of Hashem, and also the person that makes a shvuah has to hold on to a sefer Torah or onto a davish abekdusha like tefillin, and v'chamur hi ma'id, ava shvuah rabbanu klal ba'amu ke'in shalanu. And the Rishonim is that Rashi on pezayin and obey said shvuah deraisa v'nafkamina deloy mafchina law that the person that is chayiv the shvuah can't say to the other person that you make the shvuah instead of me, I am Rashi. And Lechayr, why does Rashi change the pshat when he learns the Gemara on Pechesom and Alv? And number two, Taisus did the Maschal, Maisi Lola de Shvuah Deraisa, points out that the Gemara in Gittin, Rashi himself says that the Shvuah Deraisa and the Shvuah Deraisa do not have these nafkaminas, I am in Taisus. And Rapapa continues that how would Reuven be Mechayiv Rachel a Shvuah Deraisa? Yavlak Subasa Ba'apechad Sada. Reuven should pay for a second time the full amount of the Ksuba in front of another Eid Echad, the Samach Sada Kama Sada Basra. And at this point, he will have the first aid, let's call him Shimon, who said that Reuven already paid Rachel the thousand dollars, and he'll also have another aid, Echad, let's call him Levi, who saw that Reuven just paid the thousand dollars to Rachel, and Reuven will bring Shimon and Levi to Bezin, and Shimon and Levi will both testify that they know that she already received a thousand dollars towards her ksuba, and Reuven will then say to Rachel that you owe me a thousand dollars because I already paid you a thousand dollars towards your ksuba, and the initial thousand dollars that I gave you was towards a loan. And if Rachel now is Kaifer and it says, while well, it's true that you just gave me $1,000 for my Ksuba, but you never gave me the original $1,000, and now Shimon will be able to testify that I saw that Reuven gave you that $1,000, and since this is based on a loan, therefore there's no Shiva Kakais, so therefore there's no problem of English Bernal Kakais, and therefore this could be a Shvu Deraisa. And number two, it is also a case where when Reuven is requiring Rachel to make a Shvu, she will actually be able to make the Shvu and then be parted from paying. And as we said before, that is definitely of the Shvua Deraisa based on Eidechad causing her to have to swear. And as the Gemara says, and Ruvin will say that the first thousand dollars that he gave her was towards a loan. And the Gemara continues, Maskalor Rav Shish Bredi Rav Eidi, Rav Shish Bredi Rav Eidi asked the following question to our Papa, Heich Samach Sadakama Sadabasra, that Lechayr, since Shimon and Levi both saw the thousand dollars being given at separate times, so you can't go and combine the Eidus of Shimon and Levi, and therefore really you have only an Eidechad that saw that he gave a thousand dollars on Sunday, and then another Eid Echad that saw that he gave $1,000 on Friday, for example. And therefore, at this point, really, Rachel should be able to be kaifa both of those Eidus, and she can claim that she actually never received the Ksuba at all. And therefore, as Rashi says, Vitishavin, then she'll be able to swear, Vitito Shlishis, and she'll actually be able to collect a third time from Rubain, Vinutsa Mafsid. And instead of her papa making it better for Rubain, it actually will cause it to be even worse. And I intend to do a maskal, Hechi Samach Sada Kama Sada Basra, that he is, Tame my Kashle, what's the major question? It is actually a machlekes in Sanhedrin. There is a matter of a hold that you don't have to actually see this edus at one time. As long as Shimon saw that Reuven paid thousand dollars and Levi also saw that Reuven paid thousand dollars, you could be starved those two edus. And the Gemara continues to explain how is it possible to actually cause her to be mechayiv a shvuah deraisa. So Elam Rav Shishu Rabidi Yavlak Subasa Ba'apisad Kama Vesad Basra. Instead of Reuven paying the second thousand dollars in front of Levi, Reuven should actually pay that second thousand dollars
was in front of Shimon as well as Levi, and therefore now he actually has two Edas that actually saw that he paid off her Ksuba in full. And then and then Reuven will say that the first thousand dollars they gave her was given to her as a loan. And then when Rachel says, now although I can't argue with you that you gave me the second thousand dollars because there are two Edom over here that saw you give me this thousand dollars. However, the first thousand dollars you never gave to me. And then of course, Shimon could testify that of course he gave you that thousand dollars and that would cause Rachel to have to swear. And that would be of course a Shvua Deraisa. And this Shvua would fit into the category of a Shvua Deraisa as number one, when Rachel swears, she will not have to pay the thousand dollars that was given to her for a loan. And number two, since it was for a loan, so therefore, of course, it's not something that has a Shibut Kakois, and there's not a problem of Eidishpar and Al Kakois. And therefore, it would be a Shvur Deraisa. And the Gemara is, Maskal Rav Ashi, so Rav Ashi is, Akati Yechelimema, Beis Ksubas Havai, that Rachel could say that really there was no Havar at all. Really, there was actually two Ksubas. And once again, while I admit that it actually get paid off for the second Ksuba, but Rachel claims that she never got any money for the first Ksuba. And even though Shimon is testifying that she got a thousand dollars at that point, however, Lamaisa, he's only an Eid Echad. And once again, an Eid Echad that is testifying against a woman that has a ksuba in her hand can only be Mchaivhar Eishvud Rabbanon. And it's important to note that generally a woman can't claim that her husband gave her two ksubas, meaning that her husband gave her one ksuba, and then at some point later he decided that because she's a good wife, for whatever reason, he decided to give her a second ksuba. And generally, that's not a believable claim because, of course, that's something that's so not shchiach. However, in this case specifically, we would potentially believe her that she actually had two ksubas because Zok Rashi Rishon made l'sayah because Lamaisa Shimon is actually saying testimony that would be m'sayah to her. She rushed because he actually saw that Shimon paid her twice l'shem ksuba l'shem and both of the payments that Shimon made were because he was trying to pay off for ksuba. So l'chiriah definitely even looked to the edechad that Shimon actually had two obligations to pay her two ksubas and keep this swear about Shtek Subais in your mind because it will be relevant on Petesim and Alf. And number two, even in our Mishnah, the Mishnah took it for granted that if Ruvain has an Eid Echad that says that he paid up the entire Ksuba, then Rachel has to make a Shvua. And Lechayr, why couldn't Rachel just claim that I had two Ksubais? And it must be that she generally cannot make such a claim. And that's why in the Mishnah, where she has no one that's being Messiah to her, that she actually had two Ksubais, so over there she has to make a Shvua. And Rachel can't just claim that in the Chinami Eid Echad is correct that he saw that I received a thousand dollars, but that was for a different ksuba, and now I'm bringing out my second ksuba, and my husband never paid the ksuba. And the Gemara continues and answers that the reason why Rachel can't claim that she had two ksubas is because Elam Ravashi, who the Meidl, who was talking about a case where Reuven went over to both Shimon and Levi before making the second payment of a thousand dollars, and he tells them that the reason why I'm making this payment is because I am chayv to her only one ksuba, and although Shimon is being misayed to me that I paid up one ksuba, but Lemaisu Rachel is saying that she never got paid, and Lamaisa I would lose out against Rachel because she has a ksuba in her hand. And therefore, I want you to know my plan that I'm going to take another thousand dollars and pay her the ksuba once again, and this way there'll be two Adim that know that she was paid. And this way, I'll be able to go and claim that the first thousand dollars that was given to her was based on Halva, and now that Reuben told us to Shimon and Levi, so Shimon will not be able to be Messiah to Rachel that she actually had two ksubas because he knows that that is not true since Reuben told him this, and it's not standard, and it's not shchiach that she would have two ksubas, and therefore, he will be able to back Reuven up, and therefore require Rachel to make a Shvua Deraisa. And the Gemara now continues and quotes from Mishnah, and really, the Gemara is not really focusing on the third case of the Mishnah, it's really going to focus on the fourth case of the Mishnah, which is, that if Reuven divorces Rachel, and Reuven doesn't have money, and Rachel now wants to go and collect 
from the Chosim Shabbatim, from the Lukuchais, the din is that Rachel has to make a Shvua that she never received the Ksuba from her husband. And the Gemara says, Tanan Hasim, we learned in the Mishnah, Mesech the Shvuas, Vechena Yisayimim, Layifru El Bishvua. And just like in a case where someone comes to collect from Yisayimim, the din is that that person has to make a Shvua. The din is also that if Ruven is owed $1,000 from Shimon and then Ruven dies and now his Yisayimim want to collect that money, the din is that they would have to make a Shvua in order to collect. And the Gemara asks me, man, from who are they collecting and they have to make a Shvua? If they're going and collecting from Shimon who borrowed the money, could it be that Ruvain who has a star that Shimon owes him a thousand dollars and of course doesn't have to make a shvu in order to collect because he has a star and the star is the best raya and his children who are the Yisaymim who also have the star will now have to make a shvu that doesn't make any sense. The general din is that we're actually going to be makal and we're trying to protect Yisaymim and over here it's making it harder for them to collect money. The Gemara says, what we meant to say is that if Yisaymim come to collect money from other Yisaymim, then they have to make a shvu in order to collect. And the case that we're discussing in Mesech the Shvuas is where Ruvain is owed a thousand dollars from Shimon and then Ruvain died and then after Ruvain died, Shimon died and now Ruvain's children come to collect from Shimon's children. So in this case, Bezdin will be tanning for them and they would actually have to make a shvu and the shvu would be that a father never told us that this star was Pruah. We also didn't find a receipt and to the best of our knowledge this star is not Pruah and once Reuven's children make such a Shvua they will be able to collect their Chayv from Shimon's children. And the Gemara now says Amr Abzreka, Amr Abihuda. Abzreka says the name of Abihuda, Loishanu, the only time that we said that if the Yisrael make a Shvua they could collect only when Shimon's Yisrael say that our father told us that he borrowed money and he paid back their money and then to counteract that claim so Reuven's Yisrael can make a Shvua and then collect the money. However, if Shimon's Yisrael claim that the father said that he never borrowed money then even if Reuven's children would make a Shvua they would not be believed and they would not be able to collect any money from Shimon's children. And right away the Gemara says that this doesn't really make sense because Maskele Rav Rav is the following that since Shimon said that I never borrowed the money it's as if he said I never paid it and therefore since Reuven's children have a star and they make a Shvua then certainly Reuven's children should be able to collect this money from Shimon's children and therefore if we had such a memory this is the way we should learn it that the only time that we actually require Reuven's children to make a Shvua is only if Shimon's children claim that a father said that he borrowed the money but he paid it and therefore to counteract that Reuven's children have to make a Shvua however if Shimon's children claim that a father said he never borrowed the money then Reuven's children will be able to collect the money from Shimon's children even without making any Shvua because by the fact that Reuven said that he never borrowed the money it's as if he said I never paid it back and therefore since Reuven's children have a star they definitely borrowed the money therefore they don't have to make a Shvua and they'll be able to collect the money from Shimon's children and two quick points first of all the Rishonim struggle as to what the Havmin of Gemara was when they brought down the first member of Rav Zreka and Rav Yehuda, as Rav's question seems to be obvious and Ayin Beridva and number two even though it seems in the Gemara that the only time that Reuven's children would make a Shvua is when Shimon's children claim that a father said that he borrowed the money but he paid it back it's not necessarily Dafka because in Hanami, even if Shimon's children would say nothing and they say they don't know anything about this loan then of course Reuven's children would still have to make such a Shvua as Bezin's Tanina Leili Saimim even in the case where they don't demand a Shvua and as Rashi 
Rashi explained in the last Rashi on Pei Zayin and Aleph. And the Gemara continues and quotes the fifth case of the Mishnah on Daf Pei Zayin and Aleph in the Rashi Lai Bifon and If Reuven traveled to a location that he can't come within the next 30 days and Rachel comes in front of Bezin and says that my husband sent me a get and now I want to collect my Ksuba, so the din is that she'll be able to collect her Ksuba as long as she makes a Shvua that she never received the money for her Ksuba. And Amr Rab Acha Sarbira, Maisa Balafir Abitzchok Nafcha Bantuchyo, that Rab Acha, who was also called the Sarbira, which was a nickname, as Rashi points out, he said this story happened by Rabitz Nafcha in Antochyo, for Oman, he said, the only time that we said that she could collect this money is for Aksuba, Mishimchina, and that's because otherwise women would not want to get married because they will say that they can have too much trouble collecting Aksuba if the husband goes away. However, if Reuven borrowed money from Shimon and then Reuven went and traveled away to a distant place, and now Shimon comes to Bezin and says, I want to collect the money from Reuven's estate or from his assets, the din is that Bezin will not be yoyer to his nechassim and they will wait until he gets back or they may send him Moshliach to go and call him to Dintaira and Rava Amram um, Nachman however Rava said over the name of Ram Nachman even in the case where Reuven went with Medina Siam the Shimon could come to Bezin and demand that Bezin should take the nechassim from Reuven and be able to collect his loan because otherwise other people will see that it's so easy to take money from their friend and they'll go and travel to a faraway place and they won't pay back the chayvis and and it will cause that people won't want to lend money to their friends. And the Gemara continues to quote from the Mishnah, which ends off on Pezayinah Beis, and the Mishnah stated, Rav Shimon, and calls Manshi Tabask Zubasa, Hayashim Ashmin Aisa, Vim Eina Tabask Zubasa, Eina Yashim Ashmin Aisa, and we didn't explain this in detail because the Gemara will now go through a few attempts in order to understand what Rav Shimon says. And keep in mind that Rav Shimon's Lashin is definitely Mashma, that whoever he is going and arguing on, he's definitely being Mashma on, as he's saying, calls Manshi Tabask Zubasa, that at any point that she's Tabe Aksuba, the din would be that the Yashim would have to make a Shvua, which is Mashman that someone seems to say that in that case you would not have to make a Shvua, and he is being Mashman saying that in the same case that Tanakhama said you don't have to make a Shvua, Rab Shimon holds that you do have to make a Shvua. And the Gemara begins, Rab Shimon Ahaya, on which case is Rab Shimon being Cholik? And the Gemara will try three different attempts. So the Gemara says first, Amr Abiyami, Abiyami says, Aha, he's going back on the last case of the Mishnah, the Mishnah stated that Ruven went in Medina Siyam and Rachel wants to collect money, then she could only do so if she makes a Shvua. And the Gemara points out that what is it that the wife wanted and what is it that the Rachel came to claim from Bezin? It doesn't make a difference if Rachel came to Bezin and said that my husband traveled to Medina Siyam and he didn't leave me enough money to buy food and therefore I need to go and sell some of his assets in order to buy food that Bezin would go and allow her to do so as long as she makes a Shvua. And also in the case where Reuven went to Medina Siyam, he sends her again and then Rachel goes to Bezin and says my husband sent her again and therefore I want to collect my Ksuba, then in both those cases she will be able to do so as long as she makes a Shvua. And for us, Rabbi Shimon Lameimah, and it is on this point that Rabbi Shimon argues and says, Kaljman Shetavas Ksubasa, that at any point that Rachel demands money for Ksuba, then Yarshim Ashpina Isa, then the Yarshim could say that we want you to make a Shvua prior to receiving the amount of money for Ksuba. However, we continue on Pechasa and Bez, Eina Tavas Ksubasa, in Yarshim Ashpina Isa. However, if she's only claiming that she wants to get support and she needs Mizainis, then in that case she will be able to receive Mizainis even without making any shvua. And Rabbi Yemi continues and explains, and this machlekes between Tanakam of our Mishnah and Rabbi Shimon would be the same machlekes as between Hanan and the children of the Kanan G'daylam, the Tanan, because we learned in the Mishnah, later on at the Kuftal Adam Abayz, if a person Ruvain goes on Medina Siyam and his wife now wants to claim Mizaynis, Hanan says, that Rachel will not have to 
swear in order to receive mizaynis, as that's something which is betchila while they're still married. The only time that she would actually have to swear is when she's coming to the ksuba, and at that point she'll just swear that she never stole anything from her husband, and that will cover all the entire period of their entire marriage, which will fear Rabbi Yemi would sound exactly like the Svara of Rabbi Shimon on Mishnah, and the Mishnah there continues, Nechel Kulalav B'nei Kahan Gedelim, that B'nei Kahan Gedelim argued on Hanan, and they said, Va'amru, Tishav Betchil Ubesayv, that she has to make a Shvua no matter what, that it doesn't make a difference if she's coming to demand Mizaynis, or she's coming to demand Aksuba, she would have to make a Shvua in both cases. So it comes out, Rabbi Shimon Kahanan, Rabbi Shimon will be exactly like Hanan, and Rabbanan Kibnei Kahan Gedelim. And the Gemara continues, Maskal Rabshashis, Rabshashis, Yes Rabbi Yemya, Hayosh Mashpin Aisa, Bezdin Mashpin Aisa Mi Bailei. Now you can't tell me that this is Pshad and Rabbi Shimon Mishnah, because if so, why would Rabbi Shimon say, Kosmanshi Tevas Ksubasa, that any time that Rachel wants to claim Aksuba, Hayoshim Ashpin Aisa, that the Yoshim will make a swear if we're not talking about a case where Reuben died, we're talking about a case where Reuben well in Medina Siam and is not befun of, and therefore it shouldn't say that the Yoshim make a swear, but Bezdin will make a swear. And therefore this can't be what Rabbi Shimon is saying in our Mishnah. So Elam Rav Sheshis, therefore Rav Sheshis says, Aha, the din of Rav Shimon is going on the following din, and he's actually arguing on a din that we said in the Mishnah on Pevavim Bez, that we said, that if Reuben died and Rachel went directly from the grave of her husband to her father's home, and therefore she never went back and got involved with any of the assets of the Yarshim, or even if she went back to her husband's house, to her original home, and she was never a trustee for the husband, then the Yarshim will not be able to demand that she makes any shvua. However, if she was originally a trustee for the husband, and now she continues to be the trustee for the Yarshim, and as Rashi explained on Pei Bays, we're talking about a case where Ruvain said that I will never demand that my wife makes a shvua, not for myself and not for my Yarshim. And the Mishnah therefore explained, So of course the Yarshim can't demand that she makes a shvua on anything that occurred prior to their father dying, but from the time point that the father died, and therefore these assets now belong to the Yarshim, so of course the Yarshim could require that she makes a shvua to promise that she didn't misappropriate any of their funds. And Rabbi Shimon now argues on this point to the Tanakhama, that the Tanakhama said that they could be that anything that has to do with the future, they can make a swear. On that, Rabbi Shimon says, that any time Rachel is coming to demand the Ksuba, then the Yarshim could make her make a shvua. However, if Rachel is not coming to be Tavir Ksuba, the Yarshim can't make her make a shvua, even on things that happened after the father died. And what's Pshat? It's based on the Machlekes between Abishol and Rabban, the Thran, as we learned in the Mishnah, in Mistech Tzgitin. And the Mishnah over there is discussing various ways to make a trustee over a person's estate. So there's a way where the father, before he dies, appoints someone to be his trustee. And there's also a possibility that the father dies and didn't live over the trustee. And Bezin goes and appoints a trustee to administer the estate until the children become older. And the Mishnah states over there, that according to Tanakhama, that if the trustee was appointed by the father of the assignment, then we could require that trustee to make a shvua that he didn't misappropriate any of their funds. However, if Bezin was the one who appointed his trustee, then we can't make them make a shvua. And Rashi points out that the Gemara over there explains as when Bezin is trying to find a trustee, if there's a requirement that he would have to make a shvua, no one would want to become an apotropist for Bezin because they're being chayshed him. However, when a father chooses an apotropist, it must be that they had a prior relationship and there was a reason why the Apotropos decided that he would be the trustee and therefore he must have taken into account that he would have to make a shvua and he was fine with that based on the previous relationship. And Abishol Oymech 
chiluf advarim. And Abba Shaul says exactly the opposite. And punk vaket minu bezin yishava minu avi yisaimim lo yishava. That a bezin appoints apotropis, then the apotropis has to swear. However, if the avi yisaimim appointed the trustee, then he would not have to swear. And once again, Rashi brings down from the Gemara Masechtas Gittin that if the father appoints a trustee and he knows that he would have to swear, he wouldn't want to take on that position. However, if the Rabbanon go and appoint someone as trustee, that's actually good for his reputation, and it's a chashivas that bezin trusts him, and therefore he'll still take on the position of being a trustee, even though he knows that it comes along with the responsibility to make a shvuah. And the Gemara says, Rav Shimon Ka'abishol, Rabbanon Ka'abonon, our Mishnah is discussing a case where Ruben appointed Rachel as a trustee over the estate of the Yarshim, and as Tyson explains, that Bezdin is not allowed to appoint a woman trustee, and therefore must be a Ruben appointed her, and therefore the Talakam holds, like the Rabbanon, and since Ruben appointed her, so we can require Rachel to swear at any time that she didn't steal any of their assets, and not only when she wants to collect Aksuba, and Abishman is maker like Abishol, that since Reuven appointed her, so we can't demand that she should make a shvua, and the only time the Yosha can demand the shvua is at the time that she comes to collect her ksuba. And the Gemara continues, Maskeful Abayas, Abayas asked the following question that according to the way you're explaining the Machlekes between Rab Shimon and Rabbanon, it comes out that Rab Shimon is actually maker over the Rabbanon, and therefore, Haikal's man should tebask subasa, im tebask me by lay. Lechari, the Lushan of Rab Shimon is mashma, that he's saying that at any time that she's tebe ksuba, she should have to make a shvua, which is mashma, that he's saying there's some sort of a chumra over here, and if it was going to be a kula, he should have said the only time that she makes a shvua is in a case where she demands haksuba, and the Lashon should have been im toivas. And the Shita Mekubetzis points out that really this question that Baye asked now on Rav Sheshis really could have been asked on Rabbi Yemiah originally. However, the Gemara over there had a better question by asking that Lachari, the Lashon of the Mishnah in Rav Shimon was Benigei Yarshin, and if the case of Rav Shimon was in the case where the husband went to Medina Siyam and the husband was still alive, then the Lashon of Rav Shimon would not be that the Yarshim are Mashpiha, it would be saying that Bezdin is being Mashpiha. And others explain, of course, Rav Sheshis couldn't ask that question because Rav Sheshis is the man that actually said this last pshat, and Abai is the one that asked this question of Rav Sheshis, and it's Muchach that Rav Sheshis didn't think about this question. And finally, the Gemara gives the third idea of what Rav Shimon was saying, and Alam Abai, therefore Abai explains, Aha, that Rav Shimon was going on the beginning of the Mishnah on Pei Vavah and Beis, where we said, that if a husband said that I won't demand any shvur from you, then he can't demand a shvur from her. And then in the third case in the Mishnah, the Mishnah gave the most all-encompassing lotion of the husband, and Reuven said to Rachel, that I won't demand a shvur, my yarshim won't, and my successors won't demand a shvur, not from you, and not from your yarshim, and not from your successors, and therefore no one will be able to demand any shvua, not to her, her yarshim, or her successors. And then Rabbi Shimon says, on that point, that even though he said this lotion, if Reuven divorces her and didn't pay her ksuba, and then Reuven dies, or if Reuven died, and now Rachel, or her yarshim, or her successors, are trying to collect ksuba from Reuven's yarshim, they would have to make a shvua. And this is based on the machalikas between Abishol ben Ima Miriam and Rabbanan that we saw before, and Reb Shimon ka'abashol v'Rabbanan k'Rabbanan. So Reb Shimon goes like the sheet of Abishol, and Rabbanan go like the sheet of Rabbanan. So let's refresh ourselves. The Rabbanan said that if you make such a t'nai and you say such a lotion, then the wife would not have to make a shvua, and Rachel would even not have to make a shvua when she comes to collect the ksuba from his yarshin. And even though we have a din of a bali par, the husband could override that.
Chal. However, Rabbi Shimon agrees to the Hesvar of Abishol ben Ima Miriam that we saw on Pezayim and Alf, where he said that no matter how hard the Reuven tried to get Rachel out of making Shvur to his Yisayimim, the din is that Abba Ma'esa, Shvei Amrachama, Bali Pari, Menichsi Yisayimim, Loi El Bishvur. And that's what Rabbi Shimon meant when he said, Kalzman Shetavask Subasa, that at any point that Rachel or her Yarshin or her successes come to collect a Ksuba from the Yarshin, Yarshim Ashbinaisa, then Reuven's Yarshim could demand that she makes a Shvur. And of course, in this explanation of Rabbi Shimon, it comes out that the Lushin of Rabbi Shimon is perfect because Rabbi Shimon is actually being machmer over the Tanakama, and he's saying that even though the Tanakama says in this case that Rachel would not have to make a shvur at all, I say that as long as she's coming to demand a ksuba, the Yashim would have to make a shvur. And the Gemara still has to finalize and clean up one point. You explained very nicely what Rabbi Shimon meant when he said that she has to make a shvur. But in when Rabbi Shimon says when she was not to pay a ksuba, then Reuven's Yarshim can't demand that she makes a shvur. There's no chiddush in that because even the Rabbanon agreed in the case where the husband said that I don't require you to make any shvur, that of course, if she's not coming to collect the ksuba, that the Yarshim can't demand that she makes any other shvur. So for example, if the Yarshim wanted to make a shvur, that she didn't steal money as a trustee, of course the father had a right to go and contract around that and say that I do not allow my wife to make a shvur. And the Gemara answers that in the Chanami, the last line of Rabbi Shimon, he says that he's not referring to the case of the Chacham and the case of Abishol ben Miriam, where the husband went and said that I don't want you to demand any shvua from my wife. And El Amra Papa, Rab Papa says, the second line of Rab Shimon is actually going back to the first mission that we had on that Pei base, where we had Machlekes between the Tanakam and Rabbelezer, where the Tanakam said that if a husband makes his wife a chenvri, a storekeeper, or if he makes her a trustee over his assets, he can demand at any point during their marriage that she didn't steal any of his assets. And Rabbi Lezer adds to that and says that he can even make a shvur al sasa. On that, Rabbi Shimon says that as long as it's not at the time that she's collecting a ksuba, Ruvain or his Yarshim would not be able to demand that Rachel makes any shvur as long as it's not at the point that she's coming to collect a ksuba. Now, when she comes to collect a ksuba, then she will swear that not only didn't she collect a ksuba, but she also swears that she never stole anything from the assets of Ruvain. And of course, this is not like Rabbi Lezer or Latanakama because they say Mashpia calls Mashiyirza. And Tyson Diva Maskala Fukim Rabbalaz Machlikusa just points out that when Rab Shimon said Lashin of Ain Tabask Subasa, Ain Yarshimashminaisa, it doesn't only mean that the Yarshin can't make a swear, but certainly Ruvain, while he's alive, also can't make a swear if it's at a point that's prior to her coming and demanding her ksuba. And even though the Lashin Rab Shimon, the second part of Rab Shimon is the Imain Tabask Subasa, Ain Yarshimashminaisa, it's Lav Dafka Yarshin. And even though before Rab Sheshis actually asked the question of Yemia, the word Yarshin is wrong and it should have said, Bezdin, but over here that would not be Shver because over here in the first part of Rav Shimon where he says there it's Dafka talking about the Yarshim and therefore we continue and the second part of Rav Shimon he also mentions the Yarshim but of course it means either the Yarshim or Ruvain himself and we will stop over here